What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So let's get into some some news and notes. We haven't done that in a little bit. Um, so somewhat of a surprising one is that the Cardinals are looking to potentially extend Yadier Molina. At least they haven't officially said this, but it's sounding like both sides are trying to reach an agreement. So I thought that, I honestly thought that this was going to be Yadier's last year. And honestly, it seems like he and Wainwright still have more left in the tank. They just keep doing it at, in their late 30s or I don't even, Wainwright's almost 40. Has to be. But they've been part of this organization for, you know, the bulk of the 2000s, bulk of this century, honestly. But Yachty's hoping to work out a contract extension with the Cardinals. And, um, you know, his representatives are expected to be in contact with the team relatively soon. So Yachty's set to be a free agent at the end of the year. But, uh, you know, he's saying that he hopes to play one more year with the Cardinals. You know, he didn't explicitly say he'd only play for St. Louis, but, I mean, come on. Yachty's not going if – he, if he doesn't play for the Cardinals, he's not going anywhere else. Because we saw what happened last offseason. There was some uncertainty, and he had, you know, had some whispers, whispers about retirement. There was a bit of a stalemate between him and the team, and they brought him back. And, look, he came back this year, and he's been awesome. He was an all-star this year. So – um, he, he's the face of that franchise and they're going to bring him back in my opinion, because why wouldn't you, this dude has, he's been good. He's been good for you. So expect to see some kind of reunion, honestly. Uh, I think that's what, cause it's not like they have a catcher behind him. That's that needs some playing time. They don't have any kind of stud prospect who's coming up behind the dish. Yadi is still, you know, one of the better defensive catchers in the game. I mean, this dude has thrown out a whopping 42.1% of attempted base stealers. And, you know, he has he's three runs above average for defensive runs saved. This dude is just, he's, he's the epitome of a great backstop, great defensive catcher, one of the best of all time. So if he does re-sign, you know, he, he'd be in place to get most of the playing time behind the dish. They do have Andrew Kisner and Ali Sanchez on a 40-man roster as backups, but like I said, it's not like they have anyone really coming up. They have a kid in Double A, uh, a top prospect catcher in Double A, but he's just been decent, not really knocking anybody's socks off down there. So they're gonna want him to have some more time in Triple A. This his name's Ivan Herrera. They want to have have him get more time in Triple A before breaking him into the majors, maybe later next year and then hopefully you can have the full-time drop in 2023 but Herrera's only 21 years old so they're gonna take their time with him moving on so there's a report saying that the Yankees nearly traded Luke Voigt before the deadline I don't think this is a surprise to anybody considering the fact that they went out and made moves as if Luke Voigt wasn't even on their team they went out and got Anthony Rizzo who's a first baseman and they went out and got Joey Gallo you know he's an outfielder but you know Phil's you know, that uh, that power bat role that Luke Voigt gives them. You know, they weren't able to trade him, probably because Voigt has been hurt this year. But remember, Voigt led the major leagues in home runs last year, and he's been a well-above-average hitter from the moment he became a Yankee. This year has only been a nightmare because he's been hurt. He's just had bad luck with that, and it's a brutal business when you go from being the home run leader to hurt being hurt and then while you're hurt they try to trade you it's like what can you even do to catch a break I mean he's only had 122 plate appearances so I don't really buy the whole notion like oh he hasn't been good this year 
Mind, he's only had 122 plate appearances. Like, people just, I don't know. I don't know. Because people want to run with a narrative, but you can't draw much conclusion from that. You really can't. I mean, and his offense looked to be coming around in the weeks between his last two IL stints. From from June 22nd to July 11, only 72 plate appearances. But, I mean, he hit 281 with a 361 on base, 453 slugging, two homers, three doubles, and a triple. So it just seems like the Yankees made up their mind. It's not that Luke Voigt was bad. It's that they wanted some someone even better, you know, someone that was available. Because obviously the best availability, the best ability is availability, right? Doesn't matter how good someone is if they can't play. The Yankees were in an urgent situation. I think that's more what it was. I think a lot of people are, are too quick to throw Luke Voigt under the bus right now. But that's not why the Yankees went and got Anthony Rizzo. It's just that. They couldn't wait around for Voigt to be healthy, and he wasn't healthy, so they had to make a really quick decision. That's why, you know, it's just a, it's a, it's a harsh business of this thing, and um, that's what, that's what they've done. So Rizzo's now entrenched at first base. Giancarlo Stanton is the DH on most night nights, and there's no room for Voigt in the lineup. But I will say, don't take, for, never take for granted the fact that Giancarlo Stanton's in the lineup. Giancarlo could Stanton could get hurt at any time, as we we've seen many times. I would not proceed with the assumption that he's going to be healthy for you every day because oftentimes he's not oftentimes he's not um but um it's not surprising that no trade really materialized for Luke Voigt um so he's on his way back from injury he just began a rehab assignment in AAA on Tuesday and you know he's been on the IL for a month so he's trying to get back into game shape whether or not he returns to the Yankees remains to be seen but but I would mention it so, the Dodgers did acquire Cole Hamels the other day. I didn't really talk about it because it's one of those things like, okay, yeah, Cole Hamels, that's a big name, great, but he's not the Cole Hamels that you might be thinking of when you say the name. He's not prime Cole Hamels. He's, there's a reason why he didn't get signed until now, right? He's, if he was that good, why did he not get signed until August? That's my question, right? So, he's obviously not good anymore. So, that's why, you know, he was on the, on the shelf for so long, Um Eh, not just that, but he was hurt. But 37 years old. I mean, he's just a he's a depth piece. He's a depth piece, and um, that's what the Dodgers need at this point because they do have Kershaw out until September. I mean, not that anyone's going to feel bad for them because they have so many other good pitchers. But now they're saying that Kersh is going to be out until September. You know, he's got that forearm inflammation that's put him on the injured list. Um, so yeah, that's what they're hoping for. But yeah, they got Scherzer, Danny Duffy, and Cole Hamels over the trade deadline, hopefully getting Kirsch back in September, and then they'll go from there. And then also, they actually, um, I'm just actually learning now that the Dodgers agreed to a minor league deal with Nick Tropiano, a right-hander. So that's a minor league deal. That'll give them some more depth because for some reason, the, this Dodgers team is never done adding pieces. So... Unfortunately, Anthony Rendon is going to undergo season-ending hip surgery. It was announced just the other day. Um, yeah, I mean, it's been a very trying season for him. I mean, that could be the reason why he's had a tough year. Maybe he's been hurt. You know, he's been on the IL on three separate occasions. He's missed time due to groin, knee, and hamstring problems. All those injuries are related to his left leg. But now this hip thing is in his right hip. That came about during... His rehab from the hamstring injury has just been tough. So, yeah, you can just write this write this season off. You can't play. I mean, you don't – I would not 
judge Anthony Rendon's talent based on this season because it's obvious. I mean, the evidence is there that he's been injured. So you just write it off and wait for him to be healthy. Once he's healthy, you'll see him return to form because he's that good. He really is that good. But yeah, he's been on the shelf. Mike Trout's been on the shelf for a long time. So all that has contributed to yet another mediocre season for the Angels, even though they're having an MVP year from Shohei Otani. It's a bummer. It's a bummer. But yeah, returning to health is going to be huge for them next year. Um, but that remains to be seen. You can never take that for granted sometimes. It's just one of those things. So, so yeah, that's that's what I wanted to cover today. Just those updates, you know, out-of-game out updates, see what's going on around the league. You know, we do have um, some new series, some fresh series starting today, as we often do on Fridays. So enjoy that. Enjoy watching your team. Enjoy the weekend and yeah, enjoy baseball. So if you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.